police in the morning. A witty and ambitious reporter trying to find the true identity of the elusive crime boss known as Mr. Big goes undercover in a women's prison as a convict to get a lead, but soon discovers that she is stranded behind bars after the sudden death of her contact, outside contact. And no one else knows she's there. Trapped, Georgina must find a way out, even if means planning an escape with the locals. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here we B-Movie is the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are in February, the month of love and kindness and everything, doing Women Behind Bars Month. Because, of course. So, we're taking a look this week at the 2016 film, A Series of Bad Decisions, originally titled, titled Bad Girls Behind Bars, which... We watched, and you heard the description from the Full Moon Features streaming service. So, let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Let's start with the top. Alright, you want to kick things off? Sure. For me, number three. This movie was only 75 minutes long, you know, plus credits after that, but it definitely benefited from being a shorter film. Number two. This movie did have a plot, and it was really easy to follow. There were no real, like, subplots or deviations. Like, it was just like, yeah, this reporter stranded in jail and trying to, you know, get their lead and do their story and get out of jail. You know, pretty straightforward. And number one, the dialogue in this movie was okay, except for the first gym scene. And the pickup lines that got tossed back and forth between the two characters leading up to the gym sex scene the first time was hysterical. It's absolutely amazing. So what about for you, Paul? Uh, number three, the terrible acting in this movie was just amazing. I loved it. It was just completely non-serious, ridiculous, and just over the top in the best kind of way. Number two... Some of the jokes were actually pretty funny. Um, I some surprisingly clever lines, and I enjoyed it. Number one, this movie was very self-aware of what kind of film it was, which was nice. It wasn't trying to be more than it was, and what it is is very apparent by the first scene. Spoiler, spoiler alert, friends, if I can speak today. I this movie it. was a softcore porn. So, on to the bottom three. We kind of suspected it, and then we knew for sure after the first scene. So, on to the bottom three. Number three. Most of the characters in this movie are just sex fodder. They're there to have sex. They might not have... It could be two characters that have nothing to do with the main plot. Having sex just because they're characters in this movie. Like, that's why they're brought in. That's why they're there. They're sex fodder. Number two. This being a softcore porn, the sex scenes are super awkward and just seem to go on forever. Yeah, we, we even fast tried fast-forwarding through most of them and it's like, oh, it's still going on and now they're in this weird position. It's still going on. Oh, they haven't changed positions for the last 19 minutes? Oh, let's go forward a little more. Since it's softcore and it's like completely fake... It just looks really weird. They all went to the Tommy Wiseau school of sex. <laughs> I was just thinking that, too. This is how Johnny taught us. 
And number one, so the main villain-ish character, I guess, Renee, talks like she's a gangster from the 1920s, and it just bugs the shit out of me. I mean, the words that she uses, the fucking, like, Joyzy slash New Yorkian accent thing that she uses where she talks like this all the time, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I, I, I could have dealt with the dialogue of her if it wasn't for the accent, but it was the accent and the words put together that just made me hate her. I feel like fake bad accents can be really funny, but they have to be done right. Hers sounded obnoxious, and yeah, it, it wasn't done well at all. Our number three, yeah, every scene is essentially just a setup for a sex scene. Which is to be expected, considering what kind of movie it is, but, you know, if you're hoping to watch an actual movie, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> then you shouldn't have turned yeah. this on. You should have figured out what you were getting into by, like, the first scene. Number two, most of the jokes that were initially really funny got old really fast after being overused, like, fucking... Bird in a mole hole or some shit like that. Burping the mole hole. A burping the or mole. worm in the mole hole. Yeah. It was knows? like funny the first time and then it just, it was just dumb. I'll leave you guys to figure out what that means. Um, yeah, number one, there was a bullshit ending at the ending where like Mr. Big's girlfriend turned out to be Mr. Big and it was so obvious and like, I don't know, I, it just annoyed me because then the movie just kind of abruptly ends it, it just cuts off. It's like, oh, movie's over. I'm like, oh, well, that happened. <laughs> movie didn't even, like, end with a sex scene. Like, it just, like, they they were tunneling out or some shit, or they were in a dark hole, and the movie's... They, you hear voices, and then the end credits roll. Yeah. Like, like, come on, you couldn't have at least been, like, the ghost of the pirate queen and end with, like, pirate sex? Like, that's the final scene? No, the final scene is talking around a toilet. Yeah, it ended even more abruptly than um, Women in Cages, which is kind of like this one, the one woman becomes like a prostitute and like... The other one yeah. gets in a boat. Yeah, and then like just in red says the end. <laughs> so, oh, well, I guess I did mention the dialogue, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll start us off with, honey... You're just a piece of meat with a number around here. Flattery will get you everywhere. I will ram my fist up your ass and rip your tonsils out. You're one hotsy-totsy dame. I'm just trying to be friendly. May the force be with you. That ends this episode edition of Quote Wars. And yes, they were quotes from this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I know the last one was, was a Star Wars quote, but yes, it was in this movie, so we can use it. <laughs> If you have anything else to say about this movie, or your favorite quotes, or whatever the fuck, just leave it in the comments below. It's time to film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I gave it a 5 out of 10. So, real, I mean, really and truly, because of the kind of movie this was, three letters for, th for, for a 3 out of 10. T-N-A. Of course, you know, uh, other than just the TNA, the movie did have an easily followable plot, some funny dialogue. The acting was horrible in the right way, and it was 
just kind of enjoyable. They, we did fast forward through a lot of sex scene stuff, but you know the actual plot part was a fun little jail romp. Yeah, series of bad decisions is a softcore porn set in a women's prison, so there's not really much to say past that. There isn't much of a plot, and the scenes are just um, setups for sex. That being said, there were there were some entertaining non-sex scenes throughout the hour and a half runtime, and it was self-aware enough to not take itself seriously. It's easy to tell what kind of movie this is going to be from either the title, the trailer, or the opening scene. So, watch those, and you'll know if this is the kind of movie for you or not. Or the section that it's in on the streaming service. That too. Well, there's ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. You can tell how serious I'm taking this review with, with this movie. It was very eloquent. <laughs> Number one. Every time there's a sexual position change, take a drink. Number two. Every time someone says mole hole, take a drink. Number three. Whenever the guard enters a scene, take a drink. Number four. Anytime someone takes off clothes, whether it be their own or someone else's, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Women Behind Bars Month, every time a cell or cage opens, take a drink. Like, he started saying that in, like, a kind of accent. <laughs> like, it's very appropriate. Every time a scene takes place in the weight room, take a drink. Every time someone threatens someone else, take a drink. Every time someone mentions Mr. Big, take a drink. And every time someone uses a phone, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the flick. If you have any other thoughts about this movie or anything else, be more lady. Leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us, bmoviebros.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com, just bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros. Or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. Check out all their content, later reviews, interviews, and chats. We're at bmoviebros.com. We're new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Link right below. Well, it's week three of Women Behind Bars Month. In the number three spot, surprisingly, Women's Prison Massacre. Maybe not surprisingly. It was a fucking shit show. Number two, a series of bad decisions. It was a softcore soft porn? So what, yeah. what, what else can I expect from the movie <laughs> except what we got? And number one, Women in Cages, aside from the ending being a little random and abrupt, like... It was actually a fun, enjoyable movie with a, you know, basic plotline done well. Yeah, my ranking is uh, basically the same. Number three is Women's Prison Massacre. Based on the title, I thought it was going to be a lot better than it was. But yeah, it was very disappointing. Number two, um, went, like, series of bad decisions. It was, well, it was a softcore porn, so, yeah. Um, and, yeah, number one was um, Women in Cages. It was actually pretty entertaining. Not the best movie ever, but better than the other two. So, pretty easy ranking. Well, next week we'll be finishing out Women Behind Bars Month, and we'll be going back to our, you know, comfort zone with the 2006 zombie women's behind bar movie, Shadow, Dead Riot, starring none other than Tony Todd himself. So it'd be good. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get over the